Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghost of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you so very much for checking out this podcast. Today, I have a question for you. Should you actually ghost hunt in your own home? That is something that has been said on all these paranormal reality shows that you should never ghost hunt in your own home. You could open up a portal to hell. You could invite demons. And as soon as you start ghost hunting in your own home, it's almost a certainty that you will be possessed. Is that fact? Is that fiction? That is exactly what I'm going to discuss in this episode. So stick around. Ghost in the Night with... Phil Sams. If you have looked into the paranormal or you have researched the paranormal or you just like these shows or you like to watch creepy stuff or you dive down the rabbit hole when it comes to the paranormal on the internet, you have probably come across people saying you should not ghost hunt you should not contact spirits or anything like that in your own home now i understand why they say this and that is what this episode is going to be about why they say this and what i think what it's all about is there a danger should you do it should you not do it do you put your family at risk i want to cover kind of those topics and give my thoughts on it now i have to use a disclaimer these are my opinions this is the paranormal nobody has the freaking answers and if they tell you they have the answers I've said it before, but they're full of shit. This is my opinion, and from my experience and from what I have researched, from what I have actually done, I've formed this opinion, and this is what I'm going to communicate with you today. Now, let's start out with why people say you should not ghost hunt in your own home. First, they say you're welcoming spirits in, and when you welcome a spirit in, that can open the door to something dark, something something evil, even my favorite word in the world, demon. When you open that door, you're opening a portal to another realm. Anything can come through it. And that is the gist of why people say you should not ghost hunt in your own home. And I understand that philosophy. I think it has some merits. It has some... good theory, good reasoning behind it. But with that being said, there is some things you need to understand. And I talked about this a little bit in um, two podcasts ago, maybe three podcasts ago, depending on when I decide to release this wonderful piece of content. There are some things you need to do to prepare yourself, whether you are a paranormal investigator, whether you do have a house. I think this ties in very well with that episode. I probably should have did these back-to-back, but I didn't. That was my fault, and I apologize for it. But I just came across something on the Internet, and it sparked this little thought in my head, so I wanted to record it real quick. So this isn't really organized. It's probably going to be hard to listen to. I'll try to do my best to communicate my thoughts and my opinions in a coherent manner. 
but I make no guarantees. So with all that being said about what it can open up, yes, you can open up a portal in your home if you go out looking, if you try to communicate, if you try to reach out to the spirits. But I don't think it's something you should fear because I said this in the other episode, other episode fear is what drives them. It, fear is what attracts the so-called evil spirits, evil entities. And if you are, if you are scared, you shouldn't do anything. If you're scared to jump out of a plane, you're not going to jump out of a freaking plane. But if you aren't or you don't have fear of jumping out of a plane, by all means, jump out of a plane. Yes, your parachute might not open and you could plummet to your death. That's a possibility. But the odds of that happening are slim. There's a chance, but it's a very slight chance. The same thing goes with trying to contact a loved one or contact a spirit from beyond. Now, most people would not do this just on a Saturday night because they're bored. If they do ghost hunt in their own home, it's for a freaking reason. And that is what you need to understand. If you have some experience in the paranormal, I don't personally think it's a big freaking deal. I think people are making are trying to scare people into thinking their work and their talents as investigators are important by saying, well, you shouldn't do this on your own. Hey, if you are not afraid, if you have no fear, by all means, and you are experiencing activity, I don't see the problem with it. Do it. When it comes to the paranormal and all the do's and don'ts, I've broken every freaking rule, and I've done it on purpose to prove a point. And I've lived in homes with activity. If you've listened to me, you know that I grew up in homes, several homes that had activity. The only place, one of the very few places that I don't have activity is a home I live at now. Now, I haven't done anything, excuse me, I haven't done anything in this new location to open a portal or open a doorway to another realm, but I haven't had the reason to. I haven't heard any strange noises that I shouldn't say I haven't heard. I've heard some strange noises, but nothing that has caused me to want to investigate further, just random knocks, random noises, but I'm still getting accustomed to this home. I don't know all the ins and outs and all the noises that it makes naturally because a lot of the noises that people claim to be paranormal are just natural noises that a house makes. The way sound carries through the house, the way it bounces off walls, bounces off windows, they're not accustomed to it. Just like this home now, for instance. Let me give an example. You're walking down the stairs and there's a two steps on that stairs down towards the first landing. If you say something that has an echoey sound. Now, if you that could very if you're walking down the stairs and you are carrying something and or you bump into something or something you're carrying, you know, knocks together at that exact spot, it would make a weird noise and that could be misconstrued as paranormal. Now, I noticed this cuz I was talking to somebody as we were walking down the stairs and I got to the spot and I was said something and I heard it. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Backed up two spots, said it, nothing. Went to the spot again, said it, heard, you know, heard an echoey distortion type sounds in my voice and went two steps further down, nothing. So there's just one spot that it can make something or make your voice make a, the noise, how it travels, how it bounces off the ceiling and the walls, makes a weird noise. I learned that by experiment or by just noticing it, being observant, and trying to test it one way or the other. 
and keep testing it. And so I can't rule that's not paranormal. There is a logical explanation for that. But getting back to investigating your own home, if you just start communicating with the other realm for no apparent reason, yes, it could lead to something nasty coming through or opening that door. But I think that's more the exception, not the rule. If you're having activity in your home, by all means, you have to communicate communicate with this, whatever it is. You have to try to reach out. You have to find out what it's what it wants, what it's doing. In most situations, it's just it might just be a curious spirit looking for attention. You know, wants acknowledgement that you know it's here, and or it could be just a residual energy that is being replayed, and you don't know that unless you try to communicate with it. If you use a spirit box or you do EVP sessions in your home and it's the spirit box or I guess recording from the EVP session. If you ask a question and you get a response, but it's completely irrelevant and you get that several times or several different on during several different sessions, you know, you're dealing with something residual. Now, if you always see something out of the corner of your eye, you need to focus on it a little bit more because you're you know, lights can play tricks on you out of the corner of your eye. You can see things that might not truly be paranormal when you looking in your peripheral vision, when you see something in your the side of your view. Doesn't mean it's paranormal, just kind of your lights, your eyes with lights and shadows can play tricks on you. It happens to me daily. It happens to me at work. It happens to me in every location out of I'll be watching television and I'll kind of can see to my side a little bit and it'll maybe a shadow go by. And, you know, if I see that, I have to do a little bit of investigation. I have to find out. I have to be more aware of that scenario. But it doesn't mean that that type of investigation is ne- is necessary. You have to do it. If you don't do it, it'll drive you, you know, it could build your, but it could build by your psyche. You'd, be, you'd get nervous. You'd get scared. And you could blow it up out of proportion and not, it could not be anything paranormal at all, but your brain is telling you it's paranormal because you don't understand it. So you have to investigate. So in that aspect, if you're, you think you're seeing something, you have to investigate. Now, I'm not saying it's perfectly okay to use a Ouija board, which I'm not even a big buyer in the Ouija board. I firmly believe we give the Ouija board the power. We're transferring our energy to that board and that is where the board's power comes from. I don't think it's necessarily the Ouija board that contains the power. I think it's us that contains the power. And we're just using the Ouija board as an excuse. I think you could get the same negative response or negative activity just by using a spirit box or drawing letters on a piece of paper and doing it that way or the whole, the pencil or a pendulum or whatever. It's not the Ouija board. The Ouija board is not evil. It's us that are making it evil, whether it be in our minds or by our actual energy. That is something very important that you have to keep in mind. So no matter what, we have the power. And I said that in the last episode, we have the power. This is our realm. So being scared to investigate in your own home, yes, something bad might be attracted because of that fear. So if you are scared of the paranormal or you get creeped out real easy, don't do it because it could attract something negative. It could attract some kind of malevolent spirit. I don't want to say demon, or but it could 
attract dark energy. If you are fearful, if you are afraid, if you do not, if you think it's just a fun and games, yes, it could attract something negative. But going back to the parachute analogy, doesn't mean it's going to happen. Odds are you'll be fine. I think it is, I personally think it is okay to get in tune and communicate with our environment, whether it be mentally, physically. Let's think about praying, for instance. If you get on your hands and knees at night and pray every night before you go to bed, you are essentially opening a portal to your God, whatever God you choose to believe in. You're opening a portal to that spirit, that entity. Who's to say something negative couldn't come through that portal that you opened up through that direct or hopefully direct communication or direct line to the spirit world or to the higher realms of this world, like, well, higher realms, I guess. I think it's all connected. So just by praying, you could let something in. Does that mean everybody should stop praying? Absolutely not. It's the exception, not the rule. The odds of it happening are slim. So you can't live your life scared that something's going on. And these people that say you should never go hunt in your own home, they're just promoting negativity. They're promoting stuff that will hopefully make them feel better because they feel that way. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. So don't worry about opening a portal and having negative people or negative energy come through. Because if you're worried about it and you do open that portal, that shit's going to attract to you. It's going to draw to you like moss to a flame. You're going to be a beacon of light and whatever it is is going to see that fear and come running to it and maybe wreak havoc in your life. So I don't see an issue with it. And I hate when people say, never use a spirit box in your own home. Never try to communicate with the spirit world. What if your loved ones from that have passed away want to communicate with you? They're always around you if you believe in that kind of thing. So why not, while you're laying in bed, try to communicate with them, try to open up a line of communication? Some people believe, and I think I'm going to do an episode on dreams here in the future, a lot of people believe dreams are a way to communicate with the other realm, with the spirit world. There are people that believe that. Now, I think it's personally think it's both. I think that is an easier way for us to communicate with the spirit world, but it's not. Dreams are the way for our brain to process all the information we take in throughout the day. But there are those dreams where I think, or I should say when we're sleeping, we are open. Our brain is processing the information from the day, which is causing some dreams, but we are more open to the spirit world when we're asleep. So spirits can communicate with I think, I, my personal opinion, I think they can communicate a little bit more or have an easier time communicating with us when we're in that sleep dream state. Now, the tricky part of that is trying to decipher between the two, whether it's actual spirit communication or our brain's just trying to rationalize and figure out what the hell we went through throughout the day. That's where it gets dicey. That's where it gets tricky. So, you can't put 100% stock in any either side, honestly. But I think it's okay to actually ask the questions, ponder the possibility. Because when you ponder the possibility, it might lead you somewhere that you didn't think of. It wasn't, it's not negative. 
you know, if you start having nightmares, it's not necessarily because something evil this way comes. No, it's not. It could be, but odds are it's not. And if you are having an activity in your home, you have to communicate with it. You have to find out its intentions and you have to express your authority in this realm, in your home. You, that is the whole thing about paranormal protection. If you're scared of it, they're just going to keep coming. So you have to honestly think about what you're doing and go about it. So I don't think it's an issue with investigating in your own home. I think it's perfectly okay to investigate in your own home. Know your surroundings. Know your environment. Know what's around you at all times. But if you're scared or you're timid or you're easily spooked, it's not probably going to be a good idea because that is when you could attract something darker. So I hope that shed some light on it, but do your own research. Google that shit yourself. But Google all the information. Take in all the information that you see and form your own opinion. Too many of us read something on Twitter, read something on Facebook, read something on the internet, and we automatically take that as gospel. No, look at the other side of the argument. And you will find that odds are the real answers are in the middle. Both sides have a legitimate claim. Neither one is completely right, but neither one is completely wrong either. Just like this topic. There's, you've, I've heard it a million times. Never ghost hunt in your own home. Something bad can come through. Yes, something bad could come through. But there is the flip side of that coin. Something bad might come through because of you, because of what you think, how you feel, your personality type. So know what scares you. Know that something, acknowledge something bad could happen. And be strong, be powerful, and that should make it okay. But like I said, and I can't stress this enough, stress this enough, you have to be in tune with your surroundings. And that means if you think you have a ghost or some kind of spirit lurking around, you need to communicate with that and find out what's going on. I mean, if you hear get out, then get the fuck out. Or fight, one of the two. But you could have an enlightening experience and find a new truth that you didn't really realize or you didn't ponder before. That is the beauty of it. You never know what hand you're going to get dealt. And you got to play that hand that it comes. So don't be afraid to ghost hunt in your own home unless you're that type of personality. It's okay. If you're using a Ouija board, if you fear the Ouija board, then something's wrong. And you could pick something up. If you don't have belief in it, then that's a different issue. But if you believe that spirits can communicate with us through things like a Ouija board, through a ghost box, through a digital recorder, or any other communication type device you can think of, if you believe it, then don't be afraid of it. Don't worry about something dark coming through. I've done been on investigations, and I've been we've been using the spirit box, and we've gotten the word Satan. Now, did did that scare me? Did it send chills down my spine? No, because I know Satan. I have different opinions on that. And like I said, I'm planning on doing an episode on Satan and Satanism and all that stuff in the future. But my point is, when I got that response, I've gotten in a couple different a couple different times in three different locations. 
I don't think Satan's there. It's very possible. Of course, I just think it's something trying to intimidate, to intimidate me or the group because it feeds on the fear. And if we fear that, gives that more energy, more power to where maybe it can manifest, can come through that portal or what have you. Fear is the ultimate power for the spirit world. So we are the fuel that drives it. And if we give it that fuel, yes, something bad could come through, but something good can come through too. We've all heard of spirit guides or guardian angels. They're around us at all time. So if we have, if you believe in guardian angels, should you not communicate with them? And odds are you spend most of your time in your own home. So therefore, you should communicate. You should, air quote, ghost hunt, which is basically what that ghost hunting is, communicating with the other side. If you want to communicate with your guardian angel, that is ghost hunting. Therefore, you should, it's okay to do it in your own home. It's not fair to say it's okay to pray. It's okay to do all this stuff and, you know, contact your spirit guides in your own home, but don't ghost hunt. It's one and the freaking same. It all depends on you. And I hope that comes across. I hope you understand that. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to express your opinion, you can do that via email at gitmpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram uh, at ghost underscore night underscore podcast and Facebook at ghost in the night. That is where I try to communicate with the listeners and also give you updates on what's going on with the podcast and also give you a heads up on what episodes are coming out and let you know exactly when the episodes are coming out. So those are all great places to contact me, ask a question, leave a comment. We all, you can also do that at ghostinthenightpodcast.com. That is where all the show notes for the website or for the podcast are. And we do have some other stuff on there. We do have a Patreon. If you want to get some bonus content, be sure to become a patron of our Patreon account. But you can also leave a comment at the show note page for each episode. I check it often to see what is being said. Or you can leave a comment on the YouTube version of this podcast episode. Those are the best ways to take in the podcast and also communicate and ask questions or just leave a comment and say I'm an idiot or say, hey, you you hit something right there. Whichever way you want to go with that. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate and subscribe. But we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can get or listen to podcasts. We are there, I believe, at this particular time. So be sure to rate and subscribe, like I said just a moment ago. That's going to wrap up this episode. So till next week, take care, everybody.